What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mega Ultimate Crossover. We're gonna run that opening. Let's go! What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a very special mega epic crossover edition of the PlayStation Drive episode 103. My name is Matt, and on behalf of the PlayStation Drive, I will be your host. But this week, I'm also joined by the incredible cast of the console creatures themselves. I'm going to toss this over to Steve. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Steve Vicvari and I am one of the hosts of the uh, Creature Cast, the official podcast for console creatures. And if you guys don't know, each week I get together with my fellow co-hosts Dave and Bobby. We talk about video games just like the fine folks here at uh, the PlayStation Drive. It's, it's I'm, I'm going to use this word early. It's symbiotic. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Which is why I thought with me hosting on behalf of PlayStation Drive, with you hosting on behalf of the Creature Cast, we both needed to be in the Spider-Man shirts. I had to have the red. You have the black. It's just perfectly, as you said, symbiotic. Symbiotic. You are the <laughs> Peter Parker to my Miles Morales. I'm in. Let's go. I, I'm, I'm all over that. We are joined, of course, by the Supreme Court of Canada, Mr. Court Lalonde himself. What's up, Court? Hey, buddy. I feel like I just saw you like a couple hours ago. I feel like you just did, too. And now I'm going to yeah. toss it over to Steve to intro somebody from the Creature Cast, because this is how we're going to be doing stuff today. It's all hectic. Okay. Yeah. It's very. Uh, yeah, I'll toss it up to someone. I, I don't know what the layout is, so I'm just kind of gesturing wildly. Yeah. Uh, Bobby. Bobby is here. He's the editor of Console Creatures. How you doing, Bobby? I am feeling revved up, but it's not because of the PlayStation Showcase. It's because there are some really, really good takes about to happen. And um, some, uh, I don't want to say discourse with court. We're going to go into a little bit later. Discord? Wow, dude, seriously. Discord? I'm here for the bad takes. Part of the show and he's already crying. Like, honestly, he just cries a lot. Whiner. Listen, Cry it's, 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 I've already been threatened once, already already once, guys. So just so you guys know, I was already threatened once by court. So that, that's right. <laughs> I, I want to let everybody know in the Discord. Um, He came in throwing daggers for no reason. So I reminded him that I could just boot him. And I just said, uh, you know, put him back in his place. That's all. It's okay. Wait, very nice. wait for all this to swing around. And of course, and we're joined swing. by the weatherman on the moose himself, Mr. Ryan Turford. What's up, Ryan? Oh, well, you know, it's a nice 15 degrees outside in mm -hmm. Toronto today, you mm -hmm. know, partially cloudy, you know, mm -hmm. not too cold, not too, not too warm. I mean, there's a bit of a theme today because even though all y'all are in the Spider-Man stuff, uh, you know, I got a Metal Gear glass. I made up a copy of Metal Gear on my desk. I'm wearing a Metal Gear hat. I mean, mm -hmm. it might, we might be talking about Metal Gear today, but anyways, you know, weather's, weather's nice. Weather's nice. Thanks for asking about the weather, Matt. I really appreciate you doing that. Welcome back, my friend. <laughs> it's nice to have you back. And for our final intro to Steve, what? Uh, yeah, last but certainly not least, usually the uh, the official host of the uh, the creature cast, but it, it's Dave, my good friend, one of the uh, the biggest uh, N sixty four fans I know. I think reps it I mean, real hard. One of the few. One of the few still remaining. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would uh, I would say that uh, I am interested in the console, and I have a podcast that runs separate with it called Remember sixty four. But as far as like being a huge fan, there's a lot of really interesting games that are very mid level. I would say, but most recently, 
and very excitedly, which is something we are definitely not going to be talking about in the next little bit. But I just played Majora's Mask for the first time nice. to completion, and uh, and that was a hell of an experience, I gotta tell you. So yeah, it's it's definitely a console to uh, dig back into, I would say. Happy for you, dude. I, I've never played Majora's, but maybe I might have to, just because I believe you. On this week's show... <laughs> We have an epic mega crossover, of course, with the folks over at CreatureCast to talk all things PlayStation Showcase, because that went down today. We have thoughts, feelings, and opinions. So, folks, we're going to leave the questions to next week. We're going to leave a bunch of the normal preamble to next week, because this is just too much fun. We got six of us here together, the past and present of the PlayStation Drive, the wonderful crew at CreatureCast. We're going to be breaking all the things down, and so much more but very quickly before we do i have to clean this dusty old garage of us there's too many of us in here dust kicking up everywhere these spider webs grow so very quickly week to week if you're watching us live on youtube.com slash carpool gaming right now make sure you like subscribe and share folks please leave those comments it helps us grow and reach more people if you're leaving if you're listening to us on your podcast service of choice make sure you leave us with the review and leave us the five stars and i'm going to toss this over to court because he has some pretty cool news and a giveaway to talk about Oh yeah, Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, I didn't know where you were going with this. You're like going on a thing, and like you were like you just all over the place. A game I'm actually wanting to play this this year. It was also shown in the showcase. We are going to give away a copy to Final Fantasy 16. All you have to do is hop into our Twitter, hop into our Discord, and literally just show us that you're subscribed to the channel, and boom, automatically entered. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give it away closer towards launch. And it's going to be on PS5. It's a North American copy. And uh, yeah, I hope whoever wins it, you know, enjoys the game. I'm actually looking forward to it. So, uh, you know, we'll all play it together and you tell us how you like it. And something else cool happened, Court, which might be related or not. But tell me a little bit what happened on Spotify this past week. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, spoon yeah. feeding here. Honestly, dude, <laughs> you, you're spoon feeding, but but I didn't know where you were going. It's just it's been a day. It's like um, it's the first time Court's done the show before. Almost. Honestly, I feel <laughs> like it, but I'm I'm also not much of a I guess a a bragger, but you know, um, awesome news. Um, we're number one on Spotify, and we, we don't understand. I'm not, I feel humble. I don't. When you search PlayStation, I, let's be let's be I, clear. Yeah, when you search PlayStation on Spotify, we show up in Canada. Um, I. Yeah, in case, I still don't. We uh, show up. <laughs> we I show up that. as number one. Like I, I motto. thought it was wrong. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. To you. I sent it to Sean, and Sean replied back and was like, "No, man, that's not happening." And then Matt did it, and then Ryan did it, and then I did it for like three days in a row, and we were still number one. So we wouldn't be there without everybody that is either watching or listening or talks to us on a daily basis on Discord literally from the bottom of my heart thank you so much we truly appreciate it um this past year just over a year doing this with matt has been absolutely amazing um i'm having so much fun and i'm just so humbled that this is this has happened like we're 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 shooting we're going for the moon we're going for all of it we want to be number one on apple we want to be number one everywhere we want every carpool podcast to be number one that's right. In and, Canada. And we in will, Canada. In Canada. And we'll get there. I'm sure we will. And of course, on patreon.com slash carpoolgaming is another way for you to contribute. Tip your drivers and all that. But now I'm going to pass it over to Steve to tell us about Console Creatures, the Creature Cast, and where we can find all of you wonderful folks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. One, uh, before that, congratulations. That's that's awesome. Uh, you guys have invited me onto the show a couple of times. So it's... Uh, I'm a proud, it's because of proud Steve. little guy. Yeah, I'm a proud honestly, little guy to uh, have been a small 
a very small part of, of this venture that I see you guys go on. Uh, but for the uh, the Creature Cast, you can find us across all the uh, podcast services out there, much like Matt, you were saying. Yeah, if you guys uh, feel free to reach out and drop a five-star review anywhere, whether it's Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those, uh, it really does uh, go a long way. Not that we're, we're inching towards number one in Canada in any respect, but it does go go a long way for us to maybe hit three number three that'd be cool i i think dave bobby i think we could reach for three is, is our goal um, yeah i'd like to chime in and say we're all five-star guys so we yeah. need five-star reviews <laughs> so yeah just do your jobs guys listen like us five stars out we'll just keep five stars you know five star guys i love that i'll just take honestly we'll take anything just just say hello like you could just go into a review and say hello or you know, yeah. put it in our hashtag. You can even comment first, and I'll I'll take it. Yeah. But I, yeah. I will I will also probably shade you for that. But mostly, <laughs> I'll, I'll say thanks. Well, especially because they won't be the first one, so they you can't say yeah. first if you're not first. That's not how that works. You can. That's fine. Throw logic to the way. It's fine. Just just do just do the thing. First in our hearts. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Steve. You mentioned top three. I mean, honestly. If it's any kind of race in any way whatsoever, I know it's not really a competition, but if it is, I just want to finish, you know, like I just want to finish the race. It's not. So, I, it, <laughs> I just happened to look. I don't even have Spotify. See, I didn't even want to talk about it. Matt brought it up. I hate talking about stuff like Listen, this. Listen, everybody just wants to finish. Okay. I feel like that's just a great <laughs> land the land here. Thank you. That's, wow. All right. So, end goal. out of this tailspin. <laughs> without, a, without further ado, folks, we have the PlayStation Showcase today. And before we get into the nitty gritty, uh, before we get into the details of it all, I want to go with everybody's gut reactions. How did we feel? about the PlayStation Showcase. Court, I'm going to start with you. Okay. I felt okay about it. Like, If it wasn't for the extended trailer of Spider-Man 2 and all the gameplay showing the combat systems, the symbiote suit, um, the already showing us the mechanics, like the flying suit from Miles, and you could already tell that that was a... Um, that's an upgrade that you get because there was a little symbol that showed up in the corner. So you're obviously not going to start with all the, everything that we saw. So that I'm guessing that's probably... This is just me going out there six, seven hours into the game because obviously we've already seen things where Peter is not wearing the symbiote suit. We've seen Venom. There's obviously going to be something going on. Like... Stuff's going to happen. Craven. We also got to see Craven look at the map and we got a lot of information. I'm, I'm excited tomorrow because you sure I know what's going to happen. Places like New Rockstar and stuff are going to go deep dive just into the trailer and sh show me everything that I've missed. But if it wasn't for that trailer, I would have definitely walked away disappointed. Okay. And that's the way I have to look at it. And there's a lot of things that I saw in there that I liked. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage is amazing, but that's not a Sony first party. When I thought maybe it's my fault that I overhyped it in my mind, but when it didn't say stay to play, I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get a lot. And when Sony said, we're going to get this and get that. And they were like, yeah. And, and some from our third parties, there was a lot of third party in this. And there was a lot of first party we didn't see. And I get it. You know, the pandemic is, is what it is. And it's caused a lot of delay and everything, but it seems there's a lot of stuff they probably could have shown us. We know Ghost of Tsushima 2 is real. It's on LinkedIn. You can go look it up. We didn't get a trailer. That's fine. We know trailers can um, delay things. And honestly, just, just go make the game. We know it's real. Mm. But just give, I don't know. I just felt like 
Sony even themselves usually tempers expectations and they didn't on this. And then they gave us this, the showcase. Okay. It was good though. Like there was a lot of game. final fantasy 16 looks great. I still want to play that game. Mm-hmm. And I never would have said that about a final fantasy game. There was the other game um, with the samurai stuff. I still can't remember the name. Phantom blade zero. It looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I originally was like, that is definitely not a me game. And then I saw the hack and slash. And was like, Oh, I'm in. It looks amazing. As long as there's an easy mode, I'm really in. But there was, um, and then the the cat game, um, it looked cute. It's uh, Cat Quest Three, that looked cute. Perfect uh, uh, kitty cat, the care peribon or whatever it is. I don't know, man. Yo, that someone called nine one one. This guy just had yeah, a stroke. No. He's, he's just murdered that. Like he's done. Quest. Yeah. I need someone to clip that out right away. DM me. Because that is that's never going away. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's that's so the word. incredible Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean. There that's you go. It. That's it. Yeah, there you go. Jesus. Kitty Christ. cat of the Caribbean. Whatever. Yeah, kitty um, cat. Best cat. I would say. <laughs> I just. I don't know, man. I just. I think there's like five or six games that I cared about, and it was an hour. It was just over an hour. Okay, Steve. Thoughts and feelings. Yeah, I'm kind of there, right there with uh, Court, only because. It's the it's the expectation. I think everyone has been waiting for this big PlayStation blowout. Last showcase, like the quote unquote showcase, was 2021. They pulled out, you know, all the stops on that one. We got so many great reveals, great surprises in that one. And then they went quiet, understandably so. It was COVID-19. A lot of developers are, you know, in the midst of getting over those hurdles. And then they come out with this, and it almost felt like a state of play extended. like. It, it, it's it's the verbiage, it's it's the naming conventions of all these that set those expectations for the, for whatever these uh, virtual presentations are going to be. So I think PlayStation's biggest miss is naming it a showcase because we were expecting where's Ghost of Tsushima, where's Factions, where's yep. any Uncharted that you showed in a commercial. Uncharted. Where where are all the marquee first party titles that you know people have, like insiders have said are going to. Give us the roadmap for what the next three, four years of PlayStation 5 is going to be. I didn't really get that. I got a sizable state of play where I wasn't disappointed. I was just kind of let down that the expectations weren't according. I I mean, like Court, I think that there were probably six to seven games that I was really digging. Spider-Man obviously looked great. Insomniac, I... At this point, it's just carrying the PlayStation 5 as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. They are just doing everything right. I I think every... Every time I see them, they're just continually raising the bar and making, I'm sorry, but a lot of other developers look really bad. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, you have like the usual suspects that show up to a PlayStation outing. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I expected to see Square Enix show up, Capcom, everyone, like all the third-party partners. And then, you know, you got a couple huge pops. I think having Haven there, that was cool, but it's very their game is very early in development. Same with Marathon. That was neat to see, but that's stuff down the road. I, I wanted to see like the big, big, big reveals, which sadly didn't come. So I'm kind of, I'm not angry about it. I still enjoyed the one hour and some change, but it wasn't what I wanted. Okay. Ryan, what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, similarly along those same lines as, as both Court and Steve mentioned, I thought it was fine and fun, is how how I will classify the showcase. I thought, you know, there was some good stuff. So there were some good games there. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things where when you have an hour-long showcase and you show over 30 games, not everything's going to be for you. And, that you know, that's totally okay. I'm, I'm totally okay, okay with that kind of thing. Um, but you're, you're right. Like, I definitely feel like there was a different set of expectations set by this being a PlayStation showcase or over a state of play that I just didn't personally feel like it met, but I still, I, I still thought a lot of the games looked interesting and fun and I'm excited to play some of the stuff here. So uh, I'm sure we'll get into it more, but uh, I, I thought it was fine and fun. I think I thought it was a, a good, if not great presentation. Bobby, my dude, the carrier of the takes. It was a showcase. It's only I can put it. I mean, for myself, I mean, there are some very high highs and there were some really low lows for me. So, like, obviously, um, I thought Metal Gear, Sol- Metal Gear Solid Delta, or mm-hmm. whatever they're calling it now, yep. was incredible. I mean, I, I like the fact that we're getting a Grand Blue Fantasy relink release date, which is within the winter. Um, I'm just going through it. Assassin's Creed Mirage, was it was, it was in the middle. Alan Wake 2 looks phenomenal. Like, I'm looking forward to that, but... Like everyone's been saying, this is a third-party showcase, basically. And, like, where's Sony's pedigree? Like, we showed up... Everyone here showed up for the next year, the next two years of Sony first-party games. And we got a couple of middling, uh, I guess, live-service games. And I don't really care for those. So, I mean, for me, I mean, it was pretty mediocre. Okay, But, I mean... I'm not going to just say it's just mediocre. I mean, there's still a lot to look forward to. It's just given the pedigree of Sony and what we know of them and how, how they've always, you know, done their showcases. Like I expected something like a blowout from them because it it's three weeks from where E3 should have been. Um, I'm, but I'm expecting something closer to Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest. So that's probably where we're going to see more things where Sony's going to be involved, I think. But yeah, that's just my take. I mean, it was it was a C for me. I'd give it if I had to grade it, it'd be a C. It was just it was okay. Okay. Dave, my dude, I know you were coming in hot from work and stuff. Did you have a chance to watch it? Did you have a chance to catch up with what was going on? Tell me what you're thinking. I, yeah, I, I ended up watching most of it. I think I skipped over a couple of the trailers, but I have the list of, of everything in front of me that uh, that we have on the site and everything. And uh yeah, I mean the from what I from what I watched, which was again not every single trailer, it's just not most of these games are not for me, and I can just tell by what was listed, and that's unfortunate because I want to play my PlayStation Five that I purchased in the fall so I could play God of War, mm-hmm. and I was super excited. And it's totally worth it because I love that game; it's amazing. But I, I like a prime example of me wanting to get more use out of my PS Five was the fact that I purchased um jedi survivor on that console over pc or xbox or whatever one because i heard the pc version was not so great but also i wanted to sit and and use my ps5 Mm -hmm. like i i hadn't really touched it in a meaningful way especially for a playstation exclusive in a couple months and i was like well i gotta it's fine i like the controller i like sitting on my couch instead of in front of my computer it's all good that's why I got it for that. And I don't regret it because it ran beautifully on it. And it's a fantastic game. But I was looking for something like that in this. And I didn't get that. Um, so that's a little unfortunate. 
I don't think, again, I think you guys all said it. It's not a failure. It's not terrible, but it's not the big games that I was the most excited to see in, in this. It was, it was two small games, maybe three in particular that we'll get into as, as we get into it in detail that I'm more, most excited for. And I think only one of them will be an exclusive or at least a timed exclusive. So I'm a little bit disappointed about that. And, uh, but it's always cool to see Spider-Man. So I'm all for that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you, you, I think the panel's kind of hit it right on the head here. I think it's just a, a matter of expectations. I think this would have been an A state of play. If this was a state of play, if this was not around the time that it's in right now, I think this would have been, it would have had a much better reception to it. I think part of the timing coming out of this, um, obviously it's around what E3 was, um, what Summer Game Fest now is. There's higher expectations there. They hit it as a showcase. When you're showing up for a state of play, you're expecting third party. When you're showing up for a showcase, you're expecting PlayStation. And we just didn't get that today. Again, there's uh, there was a lot here that I really liked. There's a lot here that I'm curious about. But all of the PlayStation Studio stuff, Spider-Man aside, was CGI trailers, was what looks like live service, what looks like proof of concept. And even then, we didn't really know or understand what a lot of these games actually are until you go onto the PlayStation blog after if you care enough to go and read kind of what they have over there um, because that really does build things out a lot. Um, I am glad with the PSVR 2 showing that we've had it that we had in there. Um, again, wish it was more, wish there was something PlayStation first party, but at least we have a couple things to look forward to over the next few months. I just think that this, given everything that was coming up to this point with PlayStation and the greater ecosystem at large, Everybody was looking for a PlayStation Slam Dunk, and I think everybody was expecting it. And when we didn't get exactly that, regardless of how good everything else was around the showcase, I just don't know if it stuck the landing the way that it should have. Um, and I don't know. Let me ask. Let me ask you guys this then. Do you think this would have carried different expectations if it was branded as a state of play? Do you think that if we got a state of play instead of a showcase at this point in time, do you think it would have made a difference? Dave, what do you think? I put my hand up like, I like, a, that. like a good little boy in class. Um, the reason why I want to go first is because I don't have a ton to say about that in particular, which I know sounds a little bit of an oxymoron, but uh, I it doesn't matter what things are called to me. Like, I, I don't okay. care. I don't care if it's a showcase or state of play. I actually forgot what the difference was up until a couple of days ago when we were looking more into, into doing this. So I was like, oh, that's the difference. Right. Right. I just want to see what I can play on my console. Like, okay. you know, I don't care if it is the PlayStation state of showcase it doesn't really matter what it's called just give me what i can play and give me a reason to have just spent more than 700 dollars on this thing and and have me excited about having this console like i have every console available to me now and it feels like up uh, until it was a couple of titles that were on here and maybe ones like bobby mentioned that we'll see over the next few months you know in the summer and stuff like that I can just turn on my PC and play these aside from a couple. So that's that's why to me, I don't care what you call it, just give me what what I can use on your hardware that, or your services. You know, that that's what matters to me. That's all. So Okay. I almost would have been happy if they didn't even do the Final Fantasy 16 state of play and mm. had more had less of even like the cat game and had more of Final Fantasy and acted like that was like hit Final Fantasy and then Spider-Man 2 and that's how you're ending it would almost be a lot better, especially when they put in that Gran Turismo trailer. It was like, oh, yeah. did they just throw this in here because they, they something else was supposed to be there? Because you should never, regardless whether it was about a video game, like that should have been at the Game Awards or something like not there. 
And then Project Q and even the earbuds, I was like, are you only putting these out here? Because Tom Henderson pretty much leaked this whole thing plus images. And that's why we're seeing it. Because that felt forced too. Because when they're calling it Project Q, it just felt out of place. Because Sony mm. announced a lot of things via blog. And how Project Q and the earbuds got into a showcase is beyond me. That felt like, for the first time ever in my life, that felt like a blog. Like, that's a blog post. I did not need to see that in the showcase. I did not see to see the Gran Turismo trailer in a showcase. I felt, for the first time in a really long time, Sony lost touch of what they used to do so well. And maybe it's because last year's showcase for Xbox was really good. Like, the fact that Xbox was able to put out that tweet after the showcase like as a place to like come on man like xbox probably while putting it out had the biggest smile on their face just ready to send it know what they're doing they're like yeah so you saw how many games well here's 12 of them that are going to be on our console that were just shown thank you for the showcase yeah, like on the flip side like they have their own problems to worry about so oh like, no and xbox has got they're they're literally they're just, it, i don't know for me like that's just a like a like hey what about you know you forgot about, don't forget about us even though we got nothing going on right now well, they for for me, even if like a lot of people were like, oh, Xbox can go out and have the, the best showcase ever. I was like, they can have the best showcase, but at least Sony, when they show me a game right now and it's a first party and or at their, I'm like, OK, the game's probably going to be good. They're like, I believe what I'm seeing when Xbox shows me right now after the last showcase. I'm like, until I play it, I ain't. Nope. Nope. Till I play it. It's a nope. I can't trust it. Like Halo Infinite did not hit for me. Redfall definitely didn't hit for me it's just like they keep striking out a lot so i need something more but on even on sony's side i feel like this was um missed opportunity okay any other thoughts and feelings before we move on open it up back up i don't think no, it was I, 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 no I don't think it definitely there's there's enough there for everybody but um you're talking about first party so i mean yeah that's different but I, I wouldn't say there's, there's a missed opportunity. There's enough here to cover Sony for the next year and a half. Like they will sell better on the console. All these games that they've listed, we're gonna see them, you know, do gangbusters on the console. So like I'm looking forward to that. I know that I don't want to be a you know obviously like a console war, but the fact of the matter is these games are more popular on PlayStation. That's why you saw Metal Gear announced on PlayStation because that's where it's always been popular. We got the numbers right before the showcase. It's it's not even a conversation anymore. Yeah, Sony it's just I don't know. It, it, it's just I maybe I'm just disappointed this console generation. Period. I was expecting. Which is fair. More. I mean, it's been a weird generation. So I mean, that's mm -hmm. nothing to like, disagree well, with. I mean, didn't they say in the showcases we're now in year three? I'm just like, what did we? What have we gotten that is so? you know, quote unquote, exclusive or current gen or whatever. Sure, Spider-Man's going to be that. It definitely seems like that. And there have been recent titles, but up until the last few months, have are we three years in or are we six months in? I mean, we got PlayStation like. 4 games announced during the showcase today. Ex yeah, exactly, right? 2024, like, not even yeah, just I, this year, for next year. So. It's a whole broader thing of like, can everyone even afford the console and availability? Yeah. So I get that, but also like... But that's, a, that's a tired argument. We're in 2023. Yeah. It's just enough's enough. I mean, they need to move on. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry if you own a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. You're, the time has come. It, they're now a decade old retire them you don't run a computer for 10 years without upgrading it's gonna die it, mm -hmm. it's it it'll literally it will die you gotta catch up and, and at yeah, some like, point there, yeah. I, I understand like people can't afford like it's obviously gaming is a very 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 um 
expensive hobby. So like, yeah, I understand. Like that's why Game Pass exists, but there are other ways to play games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All you need is a browser these days to really enjoy games. So like, <laughs> really? It's a hard film truth, but the truth of the matter is like, Xbox One and PlayStation 4 are holding this generation back and like it's a, it's like a, a hostage of them mm-hmm. because like look at Horizon look how Sasuke. good the DLC was compared yeah, the, to the I'm playing release. it again right now it, like, it, like, it, it blows my mind how beautiful the game is like it there's it nothing is. I've seen like it in on yeah. any console on any computer given I haven't obviously played Cyberpunk on the best computer but like that's the only comparison I can pull out but for I console mean, it's best looking game i've ever seen like hands down i i would still argue that demon souls is the best best looking playstation 5 exclusive and that was a launch title yeah fair and that <laughs> looks fantastic um uh, ratchet and clank look good too yeah there's plenty that mm-hmm. looks good but i think there is a point like i mean somebody shouted out in the chat when we were watching today that like spider-man 2 is like what next gen should look like and it looks john actually yeah, said yeah mm-hmm. it looks and it looks incredible um all right yeah, folks Let's let's take a quick rip, rip through the announcements. Uh, I'm pulling from console mm-hmm. creatures themselves from their website. They have a great article up for everything shown at the PlayStation Showcase. Uh, let's do a quick tear through here. Um, there is a lot of us, so if you have thoughts and feelings about the game, again, we'll do it. Uh, shout out your favorite pie. Let's bring that joke back. Um, shout out your favorite pie, and then we'll, we'll 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 make some space for you. But we started off with the announcement of Haven's game, which is called Fair Game Dollar Sign Fair Games. Um, fair game dollar. Fair game, fair game, fair game dollar. dollar. Of course, <laughs> Haven's first game. Uh, we didn't get too much about it. Uh, we got a CGI trailer that showed some interesting looking punky stuff. Uh, but does anybody have anything to say about fair games? Fair game dollars. Uh, Any of these live servers, just I'll play it and see if I like it. If not, I'm out. Exactly interesting it. choice. Yeah, interesting choice to, to start with this. I, I don't know if I'm missing something here, but interesting no, choice not. to start with this. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of over these yeah, live service games, but I mean, I trust the developers. I mean, Haven Studios stack with some really iconic developers, so mm-hmm. like, I obviously will play it. Is Haven um, Jade Raymond's team? That's yep. right, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And Canadian, too, so yes. I, oh, I think... I, I think just for that, those two sakes alone, like I popped off when I saw that start yeah, the show. I was like, oh, that is how Sony kind of r- refines and kind of lays out the the foundation that, yes, we are here for games as a service. That's something that, you know, they're going to start getting into more heavily and invest their time and get players integrated into those kinds of games. Uh, I think that's really important for them to do. So coming out of the game and saying, okay, we're doing our PlayStation Showcase and having Haven show off this this games as a service title first and foremost i think it was really strong uh for showing uh yeah. for the showcase and none of that too like if you think about it because i re- was remembering back to when haven was was purchased when we got the news mm-hmm. that haven was purchased by sony like whatever they saw that was very early in development whether it was this or an, the other game that we know that they're working on like they were they were like okay we need to move on them as quickly as possible and bring them into the fold so that no one else takes them so well, it, because it went point, from right? a, a second point. party funded game from playstation to them just acquiring the studio so it had to have been something so tantalizing that they're like oh shit we we need we need this under our umbrella stat Exactly. So there might be something about this game that even though we didn't see it in, maybe didn't see it in the CGI trailer, because 
We didn't see gameplay. Maybe there's something about the gameplay with this game that is really going to hook us. And maybe that's why they wanted to put it first and foremost in the presentation, because maybe they're seeing yep. something with this particular game that maybe we haven't seen yet with the, with the gameplay. Yeah, we're going to mention a bunch of live service games. My question to you guys is, is panel, and I'll just ask this. Do you think that these live service games are going to be PlayStation Plus or are we going to be paying for them? No, it will be a PlayStation Plus. They're going to be free. Yeah. I, th- I think some of them will be free to play. Um, and I'm sure you're going to get like your special bonus drops or whatever for being subscribed to PlayStation like Plus. Like the Destiny formula? Exactly. But I, I feel like this these games, the, any of their live service ones that they're really pushing, I think they have to be free to play, which is why a lot of them we saw, including uh, Fair Games, PS5 and PC. Uh, which yeah. confirms that they are going to be launching these things day and date across both of the platforms, which they need the audience for. So to me, this yep. screams free to play. Um, I'd be I'd be really surprised if any of them are going to cost you any money to top in and try it out. Interesting. I'm I'm kind of on the opposite side. Where at least with Haven, uh, with Fair Play, I do think that you. There, there's an argument there that they could come out and say this is a premium product. I don't know what, what that looks like. A game like, and we'll talk about it, uh, Marathon, for instance, that to me, being a Bungie game, that to me seems like you come out free-to-play model, have it and accessible, it's on everything. It's on and Xbox it's on everything. everything. That's your model. But for something that launches on PlayStation 5 and PC, Sony could still have a compelling argument to say you're paying us $80, $90 here. Um and you're going to get a battle pass because it's, the game is just that good and just that premium. Well, especially if they're going to go that route, they could also go the Destiny route as far as the pricing and have it, you know, maybe have a base version that's free, but then when expansions or other content oh, comes yeah. out, that's a good you idea. then pay for that and then you buy it as a bundle when you want to buy a bunch of, when there's enough content, you know, to, to bundle up together and then you get a battle pass and everything else. Like I don't mind that route. It's almost like you're getting the game as like, okay, can it get your hooks in you? Like, I'm a big fan of The Division. And in Division 2, mm-hmm. they're not making another, they're making Heartland. And they're going the route of Destiny with Heartland. They're going to let you have the game for free. And then there's going to be season passes that you can get after the fact. But it also almost, it's almost like the days of, uh, back in the day when we used to get like PlayStation Magazine, we'd get demos. Like Spiral the Dragon was one of them. Like yeah. you get to try these games out. These free-to-plays are almost like demos because if you can get hooked, yeah, you're going to get the battle pass as soon as it comes out. You're going to be like, yeah, I'm in. Like I'm in. All my friends are playing it because it scares me on a free-to-play if they try and charge for it because we've seen it. They try and charge right out the gate and you can't get the player base and someone that is liking it going in and like, I got no one to play with. Mm-hmm. There's a very, there's a reason why Final Fantasy 14 gives you like the first hundred hours of that game basically for free as part of a free trial because they know if you play it for that hundred hours, it'll have its hooks in you and you'll buy the rest of it and you'll yeah. play, pay that monthly subscription. And the, really- the unfortunate truth, sorry, I uh, just just wanted to throw this out the unfortunate truth is we just don't know what playstation's plan is mm-hmm. as it, it pursues game uh, games as a service because it could go either way mm-hmm. we we just don't really know because i do think that there's a possibility that sony comes out and they are ballsy and say we're doing premium across the board you're gonna pay us because it's playstation it has that branding and everyone buys into playstation anyways or they could go the smart way which is free to play and then just monetize the game through that. But. Or do it as, as you, it's free to play if you're subscribed to Extra. Like that's where yep, I think that's it's another thing. Go. Yeah. I think Sony's going to go that route that it's, yeah, 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 yeah. You can have free to play all you want. We're going to have the base game. But if you're an extra, you get it. Yeah. You get the game. You get everything. You get the first season of the Battle Pass. 
and they'll get you in that way because they the, the stats came out 30% of all PS Plus subscribers have extra or premium. They didn't really get into like they just said extra or premium, mm -hmm. but that stat to me, that's a huge number of people that have extra or premium. So if you can you can get that number up just a little bit, if one of these live service games that they have, like even if they start adding Bungie to it, like adding any of those and be like, hey, if you pay for premium, because that's what the one they want us to get, right? Because if you notice, they've been putting they've been putting non-classic games in that premium now. All of a sudden, it's a PlayStation Four, like not the the normal games that they said were going to be in that service. They say, hey, um, factions when it finally comes out and all that that's in the premium. You got to have PlayStation Premium, and then you get everything. I think it's a possibility, and I don't, and I think what we're going to see from them too, especially with a lot of these live services, I don't think we're going to see a one-shoe fits all. I think some of them might yeah. be free to play, some of them might be premium. I think they're we're going to see. I think they're going to try out to see how much can they get away with, and depending on how well that works or doesn't, we might see them start to pivot. But folks, let's roll on to the next game, which was uh, we got Helldivers two uh, coming in twenty twenty three, both to PS five and PC. Uh, Helldivers, of course, hit back in twenty fifteen, um, was a fantastic like isometric, uh, almost like a, not a twin stick shooter, but like you know top down run around shoot aliens. Uh, and now Helldivers two looks blown out in a huge, huge way, uh, third person. It looks really, really cool. Graphics look beautiful. This is one of my highlights of the show. I love the original Helldivers, and I'm very, very, very excited to see how Helldivers 2 sticks to landing because I, I think this could be really, really cool. Uh, anybody else with some love for Helldivers 2 or not love? It looks pretty. It looks cool. It looks pretty bombastic and fun. Um, I guess it's a uh, team-based, squad-based mm -hmm. uh, uh, Starship Troopers uh clone in a way that's kind of what it looks like to me i, I don't know I, I didn't play the original although i've heard lots of really good things um and this clearly looks like a very different game it, it had me interested this was a cool trailer because it was a mix of uh, i, I like the the humor around it too i thought that they had a good approach with the way that they went into it so i appreciate that mm -hmm. uh hard to pull that off sometimes and uh and the gameplay or at least semi gameplay uh that they had in there is always nice to see and look pretty slick and fun so i i'm in on this this looks this looks like a good time Awesome, yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. The next one we got was Immortals of Avium, Avium uh, coming to PS5 on July 20th. We got a date for that one. This is uh, the... It's an EA original. It's actually... actually think, I think it's made from X-Call of Duty devs. Um, looks like a first-person shooter, but you're using magic and stuff. It looks like kind of like a very much more action-y Ghostwire Tokyo mixed with Doom kind of ridiculousness. Um, I think this game looks cool. Any, anybody have any thoughts or feelings for Immortals of Avium? The only thing I want to say is, regardless of what this game is or what the story is, I just know it's going to feel good and with the dual mm -hmm. sense. That's the only thing that was going through my mind is like I can almost feel the haptics and the, Ooh, the adaptive triggers play. I was like, I'll, I'll give it a shot just for that. Yeah, yeah, it it just looked cool and fun, and I hope it's good because <laughs> yeah, I have to say it. I hope like EA has a, a habit sometimes of of making these games that I'm like, wow, that looks really good. And then I play it. I'm like, Ooh, like, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about EA. But they, they just have do two of the highest rated games of the year with dead space. And, and I know but those are ones of star Wars uh, with a phenomenal story and had a lot of issues with it, but we all got over it because the story is that good as a star Wars fan. Let's be honest about Jedi and dead space is one of the best games of all time. So if you, if you can't make a remake on that game, good, then I don't know what to tell you. You should just shut, shut the studios <laughs> down. But it looks very cool. I just, I think I need to see more. That's all. I just yeah. need to see more of that and maybe even like play the game. Mm 
Mm-hmm. That's all. Ooh, yeah. We have six minute demo on our site. So if you want to look at it, I mean, Ooh, it's there. That's a, nice plug. That's a plug, um, dude. It's yeah. so this I was is trying th- to actually set him up because I know. Ooh, that. look at that. And he He's, spiked it. He spiked that one, Fokker. He spiked it. Um, the, so right. <laughs> for me, this is this game looks looks cool. The visuals, the idea of it, all, all that, the setting, everything looks very interesting. And this isn't even this is just my my sort of gaming preference over the last couple of years. It's sort of evolved into this. I wish this was third. This was third person. I think I would. I I don't I don't really love the jumping around like jumping around with all this crazy extra flashy stuff around like this in first person. It doesn't work for me in this way so much anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'm just this is my old age, quote unquote, (laughs) speaking. Dave, Dave, Um, forespoken. It's literally forced. It reminds me of sure. Forspoken. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you're looking for a third person game that does exactly this. I mean, <laughs> literally, it got brand new DLC today. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Is that game swear every two seconds while you're playing it too? I hope so. Um, but uh, I will. Uh, the one thing I want to say about Immortals is it looks exactly like the 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 sequel to or the modern day interpretation of Hexen or Heretic that we yes. never got from Id that yes. I wanted Id to maybe go back oh, to wow. at some point but they never did Hexen's um, so, we're so good that experience with uh, Immortals so I'm I'm excited for this one this trailer actually got me way more excited than I was previously and then I definitely got to go check and check out your guys's demo because I didn't get a chance to to see that before and coming really really soon just a couple months out Ghost Runners mm. Two is what we got next the return oh, yeah. of Jack. Um, tried to get into the first one. I think I played it too close to Neon White. I just, I think I prefer the way that Neon White controlled. Because the original Ghost Runner didn't really land well with me in terms of the the way that the game felt. Um, but I th- one that I keep thinking about going back to. And the second one does look slick. Who's excited yeah, for Ghost Runner Two, Bobby? Oh, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I mean, I love these kind of games like Neon White and Ghost Runner. Ooh. I mean. Those are very, 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 very slick looking games. They play and handle like like butter. I mean, if you really want something that challenge you, it neon white for sure. But yeah, Ghost Runner, I mean, that's a that's an acquired taste, I think. I mean, you really have to be one of those people who like to challenge themselves and like repeatedly die and you know reinvest their time into perfecting a run. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to. It. I think it it looks incredible. The second one, I I the first one obviously did really well. I mean, it sold over a million copies, I believe. So like, a sequel makes sense. But yeah, let's see what they do with it. I mean, I just hope it's not more of the same, right? So I mean, that's its biggest challenge right now. How's how are they gonna make it look and feel better than the, than the first Ghost Runner? Mm-hmm. Well, we know that but, it's coming to PS5 sometime in 2023. Uh, the next game that we saw, uh, a very much a court game, Phantom Blade Zero coming to PS5. No release date, no window, no nothing announced, but we got to see some cool like ninja samurai fighting a bunch of stuff that looks very, it looks really, really cool. I think the one thing that I thought was that the game looks a little too one color. It's very gray all the way through, so I kind of want to see if that's just an area that we start in or if that's going to change, but the game looks really really cool some really awesome looking set pieces um fan of blade zero let's hear some thoughts and feelings i actually want to play it and i originally didn't want court it. game that's, that's, that's yeah I, I, when yeah. it first got it shown it was very gray and i'm like all right this is a like instantly I, i'm sure we all thought of it we're like well this is a souls like game like it's just too yep. much you see it you're like this is a yep. souls like game and then all of a sudden i saw the combat and matt was like i don't think it is nope. so it's i'm like i'm by then mm-hmm. yeah that's literally, I said it was like Ninja Gaiden versus like uh, like 
what was it? Uh, Shinobi from the, the NES. It was mm. like, it's got like that feel. I was like, it's got all these different things going on. And I'm like, all right. And it's, I'm yep. sure it has a phenomenal story. It looks like it's a hack and slash. So I think I'm in, um, I, I want to see more, but it, it looked good, but yes, it looked like PS3 era with the very dark and grainyness yeah. of it. <laughs> what I'm going to say is that this game out of like this and one of other game that we'll talk about later might be the most Ryan Turford video game I saw in this entire <laughs> showcase. Like the, the type of game that's totally up my alley because Ninja Gaiden Black is one of my favorite all time games. I love that that fast action style game, whether it's Ninja Gaiden, Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, like that's my definitely my jam, especially when it comes to third person action games. So this is very much up my alley and I'm going to be keeping my eye on this one very closely as we hear more about it. I'm I'm right there with you, Ryan. I, as soon as I saw this, and no, it was it was when the dialogue started kicking in, and you could tell that they have like this very somber uh, game and its foundation, but then really eccentric characters. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is way more interesting than I than I was giving it credit for at the beginning. And then you see the 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 combat animations, and some of those are just so unreal and fluid that I was like, oh my god, this has to be like integrating cutscenes in certain parts, like where when when he hides behind the uh, the pillar yep. and the guy's weapon comes out. I was like, oh my god, like they they're doing everything right to make it feel cinematic but fluid. And there there are some parts where he's riding on the 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 cart with the horse and attacking yes, like, enemies to his left or right. I was like, holy shit, this is on another level. And how have I never heard of this studio, mm-hmm. heard of this game before? Honestly, I think out of every game here, with the exception of like stuff we already knew about, like this was the surprise of the showcase where I was like, okay, we're cooking with something now. Mm. There's butter yeah. all over that, baby. Bobby, go ahead. Mm. I just think it looks perfect. I mean... It is just like the right mix of like camp and action, and I, th- I'm ready for it. Like it kind of looks like, like I said, Ninja Gaiden, Sekiro, and like Shinobi combined into one. And yeah, I mean, I just want it today. I wish there was some kind of demo we could play just to sample it because I yes. mean that's probably one of my standout uh, reveals today. It was uh, Phantom Z- Phantom Blade Zero, I believe. Yeah, and actually one of the, the most distressing things about it is that this was one of a few games that we saw today with no no release window even at this point. So we oh, have true. we have no idea when it's coming out. It's coming out at some point. Which is fine. I, yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, we have so much to play anyway. So like really. Yeah. You... yeah. I just I just want to know, man. I want to I just know. Want it. I just want it. That's all. <laughs> I want to know how long I could be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> even, if it, even if I know it's next year, I'd rather know. I need to anticipate year. my disappointment. <laughs> well, I got, I, no, this is the type of game, though, that, that I might clear my schedule for. So it's yeah. Like, hey, yeah. I fair enough. It's coming out. Yeah. Glowing reviews from the panel. I think this is the one that we've been most positive on so far. Uh, this game looks awesome. The next one that we mm-hmm. got was sort of the C coming to PS5. It's also no release window here. Yeah. Uh, really funny, Bobby, that you described this as Journey Meets Tony Hawk Pro Skater because I said the exact same thing on the showcase uh, when we were doing the watch along. But essentially, uh, if you haven't checked out the trailer, go check it out. It looks gorgeous the art style is beautiful um seemingly from some of the devs that worked on journey and uh and on abzu um the game looks really really cool it's one of this is one of my standouts i just think it looks beautiful and i just want to go surf around on the sand sort of the sea folks what we feel what are we thinking this this is one of the smaller ones that i'm very excited about obviously because yeah obviously because journey is just like this monumental release uh when I played that, I, I think I played it like a year after it came out. So all I did was hear great things about it. I just didn't have a PlayStation on me at the time. And then I just sat down and just played it for whatever it was, an hour and a half, two hours. And it was like, holy 
poop, even though I only ran into one person while I played this because it was a year old at that point. It was still just an, an experience. And that's what I really love about a lot of indie games or at least smaller games. And uh, the Pathless as well. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like that game has a lot of similarities to what looks like they may be putting into this as well, where you can sort of glide and sort of there's fluid movement and stuff. And that game felt really great and looks amazing as well and has great music. And it seems like they're right on the path to that with this title. So I, this is hundred percent all in one of those, uh, one of those titles that is like a day one. I got to experience this. So yeah. Can't wait. I'm really, really stoked on this. Uh, we got Talos Principle 2 uh, coming sometime in 2023. Uh, first person story driven puzzle experience. This is a big old pass for me. What do we think? Oh, man, that's, that's a shame. You should not pass because the first one was incredible. Like, it really, really challenges you to, you know, think outside the box and really question, like, no, how. I don't want to. No. <laughs> I, I don't got time to think of my boxes, all right? Bro, I, I when me and puzzles come together, I feel like a genius playing Resident Evil 4 right now, okay? Well, I, that, that's the level of the puzzles that I can handle. I'm like, I found the thing that was directly around the corner and is obviously for this. There's a puzzle game right now that I've been playing that I'm absolutely loving, and I didn't Not think it was for me, and that's humanity. Like, I can't. Like, humanity is amazing. Mm. A game is phenomenal. I played I it in VR. Just, I just I definitely want to play it non-VR, though. That one's a different kind of puzzle game. This one's more like you're in this room. You have to figure out how to get out of it. You have oh, to. Oh, like a mist type game? I live yeah. here now. It's closer yeah, to yeah, The I'm Witness a, or something like yeah, that. I'm yeah, I like The Witness. I reviewed the first Talisman, so I, I had like the best time playing it. It was like really uh, philosophical. You really need to start thinking and like apply uh, just, you know, the basics of, you know, things we learned in school. Like, had like one in plus two. One plus one is two. Oh, like numbers. I don't know about Window. that, guys. Ooh, sounds sounds hard. Yeah. 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 If it's, really, if it's really, anything really. like The Witness, that game made me feel like an absolute moron. Dude, so I'm not, I'm not playing, playing that game. I feel like my brain is about Steve's as smooth still as a crying model. about it. He's like, I need yeah. tissues every time I play that game. Steel ball up in this triggering. It's, it's also a really gorgeous game. So, like, honestly, just look at the reviews for the first one. And you'll see, like, it just it, it, it was one of the best games of 2014. I remember it reviewing incredibly well. I just don't know if it's a yeah. game for me, but maybe, 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 maybe. Since Bobby is the keeper of the good takes, I will give it a go at some point just to see if my if my stupid my crow team, right? if my stupid so like thimble brain will handle it. <laughs> <laughs> the next one that we got was Nova coming to PS5 at some point in 2024 yep. uh, from the creator of Gree. This game, the trailer almost made me cry on stream. It looks beautiful. You play a character. There was a giant elk dog and then the, you, there's a little one at the end uh one of the most beautiful looking games of the showcase for me uh i just i just want i just want to know more i want to see more uh because it already i already know this this thing is going to absolutely break my heart apart um thoughts and feelings for nova folks yeah it looks incredible uh we have also an in-depth article just explaining how the game was made Excellent. so we just published it so yeah, look it up. It's called um, Neva. So I believe yeah, it's basically whatever happened was I can just get it right, Matt. Oh, Neva, my bad. <laughs> Neva, yes, yeah, there was an error there that I fixed up. But yeah, basically the game, the way the game was birthed was because the the team just published Gree and they're like, what's our next game? So what ended up happening is half the team actually ended up Gree. having kids, and the pandemic hit, and then basically the the game was born because of all these events that happened. So it's a story about you know young children it's about you know dealing with a pandemic and stuff like that so like the world's dying and 
it's just a reflection of the past like four years of what's happened in our world spun in like a fantasy setting yeah and, like, it looks you, incredible. yeah i mean obviously the look of it the art style is is amazing and so was was gree and, and if gree's an example mm-hmm. of how they're going to handle a yep. difficult situation mm-hmm. and difficult subject matter then yeah. this game is another one that's yep. at the top of my list because that that game was another one that i've said like i mentioned earlier like it's an experience it's yep. not necessarily mm-hmm. something that you're going to rack your brain with yeah there's very light puzzles and platforming like very light so that, but it's not really about that you know it's about experiencing what they want you to experience and and uh and process i would say through difficult subject matter in an amazing setting and that's exactly what this looks like and um yeah i this i i'm in i'm in for some for some tears while i uh while i play a game um it happened previously it's probably gonna happen with this one so mm-hmm. big fact uh the next one is a game that uh court was very much looking forward to and broke his brain earlier today and had us all very concerned for him cat quest pirates of the Caribbean. No, why don't you let him say it? Yeah, I was about to say it. Court Loud Noses. What's the name of the game, Court? Cat Quest. I think it's Cat Quest 3 because there's a Cat Quest 1 and a Cat Quest 2. You're so. wrong already. <laughs> Is Cat Quest? Yes, yeah. Cat Quest. It has, a, it has a subtitle. It doesn't have a number at the end. Oh, okay. All right, what's whatever. the subtitle, Court? It's a kitty, what's the, yeah, what's the uh, subtitle? Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, he got it. He got it it looks like a little. It, it looks like a cute kitty cat game. Like that, that's the way I look at it. I I showed my daughter the trailer and she was like, "I want to play the game." I'm like, yep. That for me, a lot oh. of the times, if my daughter's willing to play the game, I'm in. It makes me want to play games. It gets me playing more games. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have very limited time in my life to play video games, and if I can play them with my daughter, then it's a win all day long. Like. I literally like this year I've finished my little pony. Um, I like the, I just did a review. Like it, I play those games. I'm sorry. It kind of sounds like you're just hiring your daughter to get you <laughs> platinum trophies. Hey, hey, yeah, hey that's, that's what I'm hearing. I'm just saying reach. He's just playing the games. He truly I can wants get to beaver play. trophies on my own. Yeah, right? I think I'm with Bobby here. I think he's just using his daughter for an excuse to play the games. He really he's wants to play playing dead space. And he's like, I can't watch this. This is too dark. He's like, Oh, yeah. and, and like, yeah. like, Oh, my dead daughter, space. my daughter needs to avert her eyes. I can't play this. This is, dead space this is too much is amazing. For her. But I, I kid you not my, my, before I was playing uh beat saber, um, which we'll get into, which is amazing. And I'm addicted to that game. My daughter, I showed her the Spider-Man trailer, and what did she want to do? She wanted to play Spider-Man. She sat here and played Spider-Man for 25 minutes. All she does is swing around Brooklyn uh, and and New York. She thinks it's the greatest thing ever. That's fine. My it is pretty a lot of games together, but awesome. for me, yeah, my year of playing video games. If if a game is accessible for her to play, I'm more inclined to play it. Yeah, the game looked absolutely adorable. Coming in 2024 to PS4 and PS5. I'm um, not saying that the gameplay are good on half of these because some of them are absolute, absolutely terrible. They're, They're uh, litter, as you would say. Huh? <laughs> uh, I, that, I like that. That's a perfect we used the way to go on to our next game, which uh, the internet and um, is definitely dubbing uh, the Splatoon Killer. We got Foam Stars coming to oh PS4 and PS5. Uh, no release date. If you didn't see this trailer, it's coming from Square Enix. This is Splatoon, but edgy and teenager and cool. What? And it will Splatoon put Splatoon bubbles. in the grave. It's going to put Splatoon straight in the ground. Foam Stars forever. You know what? Can I, can I just like who, who decided to allow that to be made? Like they were like Great. sitting here in a room because they all had to like 
they all have to like agree on this, right? So someone pitched this <laughs> and someone great. in that room was like, I've never heard of a game like this. It's this sounds amazing. Dude. Everybody else in the room, you know it. They're all looking at each other like, it's Splatoon. Should we tell them? Should we tell them? <laughs> and and then it's like the Seymour thing. It's like, it's just like, no, it's the kids that are not with it. All right. Like whoever greenlit <laughs> this game, you no, shouldn't have. They knew. They knew Court. Oh, they yeah. They right. had to have. This, this is the music, guys. That's all I want. The music, like persona, to me. So like, yes, that dude. already hooked me. Yeah. So like already, it's a win in my book because. I mean, it's music, already better so. than Splatoon at that point. Exactly. Got persona like music and yeah, I mean, like really characters. Like and Matt, Matt, really? did they give How a? Yeah. Did they give a release window for? Nope. Nope. This it's game. Just, it'll be out whenever. Nope. But the, the one thing we did find out, though, is it is PlayStation. It is one of the few exclusives we saw today. It is exclusive to PlayStation. I was just oh, going to say, whenever they release that, that was a good get. Like whoever wrote what? that check, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Whatever Square the Enix release like date it. is, call me in a so. year and tell me that someone's still playing this game, bro. Well, I'm telling you right now, this game, Nintendo better be worried. They better be shaking in their boots, okay? Either cancel Splatoon 4, put it out before this, because once Foamstar hits, it's over for Splatoon. Well, I mean, they're going to keep the game alive. They're going to keep it alive with all kinds of foam fests. So, like, peanut butter versus jelly, or, you know, bubble bath versus soap. Anyone who's hating has never been to a foam party, so that's what I'm saying. Facts. I've been to a foam party, and they're phenomenal. Court, you're you're, you're muted. Whatever you're trying to... Come back. Foam party. I said it all stream. Foam party. That's all that game is. I don't have to get wet. I just can enjoy the game. Yeah, just get foamy. I'm into it. I mean, do you? Uh, the next one that we got is, well, again, uh, one that I'm very excited about coming in 2023. The, the Plucky, Plucky Squire. Squire. This game looks yes. adorable from, like, the 2D adventure Some to the would 3D say it pop-out. Dwarves. It looks adorbs as as hell, dude. I can't wait for this one. Plucky Squire, bro. It's made by, uh, I think, can't forget his name. So, like, the guy that, that created this game, he worked on Pokemon. He made some of the best designs from, like, the previous generations. All I right. can't remember his name. Um, uh, let me pull it up while you guys talk it up. I'm actually curious because, like, the guy who made it is really, really talented. Okay, I'll just jump in and say, since the first time I saw this last year, I was like, oh, I need to play this game. This game looks just the design aesthetic, the the visual art style is incredible. I I want to play number two. That's it. (laughs) I'm actually shocked that I, I just went in the store just to see that Sony didn't do like showcase games like put them all there so you can pre-order them or do whatever you want like update on tuesday dude yeah yeah did well, they these games aren't even available in. for mind you beat saber was like difficult you had to go and said add to wish list you had to go over the thing hit the three dots and then say you wanted it on ps5 it didn't just let you find it right away it was really weird. Oh, mm. james turner is the first british graphic designer to work at game freak and he is the first oh, western to design pokemon so he's designed uh he's done lots of them. shadow lugia Vanillite, Vanillish, Golette. He's done a lot of them. He's done like at least a dozen. He's Let's go. All your favorites. Nice. Gigantamax Pikachu, Gigantamax Gengar. Best of the best, dude. Yeah, he's done some pretty deep. Like his designs are good. So like I, I once I heard he was on this, I'm like, well, I liked his designs. Like he obviously could hone the original 151. So like let's see what he can do with the Plucky Squire. And it looks phenomenal. So mm-hmm. I mean I'm in day one. Day one. Day one on the Plucky Squire. The next one we got coming to PS5 sometime in 2023 was Tear Down, which looks like Minecraft, but crime, uh, where you do your own little heists and you can break things apart. Uh, this one, 
coming into it, I was whelmed and I was sold by the time that the trailer ended. I have to admit this one has me curious, has me, has me curious to see more. I, I've played, I played this in, um, a, I think it was a demo or it was on one of like the steam fest things from last year or the year before it's been in like early access, early release stuff on steam for uh, like two or three years or something. And it, this definitely looks slicker. It looks like there's more you can do with it and stuff than what I experienced. I played like one stage. It was that like brick like stage that they kind of showed in the trailer and stuff. It was that one. Um, and it was fun. Yeah. At the time that the experience I had with it from like at least a year and a half ago, um, was pretty cool. It was, it was just like an excuse to tear down literally, uh, Minecraft stuff that they created for you. And I think, I think I could be wrong. I, I didn't have time to look up further, but I think people can potentially create their own levels. Nice. But, but I, I, I could be here. Let me pull it up quickly. Yeah. I could be wrong about that. Either way, it's kind of a cool idea. I'm not huge in the whole like voxel looking stuff all the time. Like yeah. Minecraft doesn't really do it for me and stuff, but with this, the lighting is really good. It actually controlled really well, even at the time. Um, and uh, all the explosions kind of look fun. It has a really good soundtrack and, and all that kind of stuff. And the trailer made it look like they've really sort of expanded on it. So this looks like a fun time. It looks like a fun excuse to just blow some shit up, honestly. Mm -hmm. Minecraft crime looks like a lot of fun. Yep. The next one that we got is obviously one that people are very excited about. We got confirmation of Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater remake coming to the PS5 sometime in the future. No release window. Uh, and alongside, we also got confirmation that uh, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1, which includes Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3, will be coming in August of 2023. Autumn. autumn. Sorry, Autumn. Misread that. Autumn of 2023. But folks, hit me. I, I mean, as the Ready person decked out in the Metal Gear stuff, I'm, I have do. to go first. I think this is awesome. I mean, I will say, you know, the CG trailer didn't look great that we got for, for you know, Metal Gear Solid 3. It looked, you know, I, I'm just going to say it looked B tier. But at the same time, you know, I'm really excited to see what what they're going to do with this remake. They posted a couple of screenshots after, you know, the, the, the showcase ended. Mm -hmm. And I thought those screenshots looked fine. But again, I just, I'm, I'm just waiting to to get my the, my hopes up when we eventually see the gameplay you know maybe in in a year or so because i still don't think this is coming out until you know late 2024 probably at the earliest if i had to guess so it sounds like it's a really far away but i do like the fact and this is what i was not expecting at a time i like the fact that they have like the the collection coming out mm -hmm. with the original three games to kind of tie us over until you know metal gear solid delta is ready to come at us um, because we knew that these games got delisted because they were still available on the Xbox store. You'd actually still buy Metal Gear Solid 2, 3, and Peace Walker, but they had to delist mm -hmm. them because of legal re reasons. It sounds like they've got those sorted out, but they still haven't relisted the, the, the 360 versions on the Xbox store, and I don't know if we'll ever get those back. But I'm glad we've got this collection coming, and, and more than anything, I'm just happy to that we're going to be able to play all, all three of the Metal Gear Solid games on playstation 5 and playstation 4 and they did tease on the website maybe more games to come question mark maybe a peace walker maybe metal gear acid or vr missions or metal gear Solid 4 or the the gbe color metal gear Solid. like mm -hmm. hopefully we get a lot of those stuff stuff especially because this is volume one mm -hmm. i imagine they're going to maybe do a volume two with maybe like the two msx metal gear games and then you know metal gear on game boy and some other stuff so um yeah i mean i as a fan of metal gear like i couldn't be probably any more excited from this announcement but i also am just like 
tempering my expectations with the remake itself until we see more of it. Yeah, I think think that's a big thing. Sorry, Court, go ahead, please. That's okay. No, I I was just gonna agree with Ryan there. I'm I'm just I'm just hoping it's not just a glow up like we see on the Xbox and a lot of older game um, older games that they bring in. And I hope they've done a little bit extra with these. And I'm also glad that you know people. There's a lot of people. We're we're excited about this, but there's a lot of people that watched that showcase and didn't know what the heck they just saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm 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 right there with you both. I think in terms of the collection, I think that's probably the bigger announcement for me. Where I I think it's so important to have those three games on contemporary hardware, uh, especially because there's a lineage of, of of players who have never played these games. I think it's really important to kind of brush up on your video game history and play three iconic games. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for the the remake, it is that thing where. I'll never forget what Konami did to Kojima. And also, I don't really trust Konami without Kojima. So yep. it's it's really cool to see Snake again. You know, is it going to be voiced by David Hayter? Is, are they going to do like a one-to-one uh, remake? Or are they going to start doing the Konami thing where they're going to put in their creative, you know, juices into this game and kind of make it their own spin? Because now they are kind of setting themselves up to go chronologically uh through the timeline rather than release window so it's like how much are you guys going to change how much are you going to tamper of the gameplay experience i'm just i have so many about what this remake is and the longevity of this new series i guess but i'm i'm glad that we just have the 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 core games there that we can just all enjoy and not have to really worry about yeah Yeah. i i think i'm with you entirely steve like i think i'm stoked that the originals are coming back i don't think they're going to be anything more than just a straight port um, I don't know if I trust Konami at this point. I don't think they've done anything in a number of time um, to to garner any trust, given that they left video games. They're like, we're going all in on Pachinko, and they came back around. So, like, for me, I, I hope that they're treating this remake with respect and doing it properly rather than just, we see games that are being remade sell well. We want to get in on the nostalgia and then kind of, you know, half-ass it and put it out so it exists. Um, so I, I, I excited that the possibility of more Metal Gear Solid is coming back, but I'm not entirely sold that Konami's going to stick the landing, but I don't, I will find out more once we actually see the game. Hey, oh, I think thing... it's really, sorry. I, I, no, no, please go ahead, Ryan. I don't know if we're going to talk about the same thing. Information. So Yarden pointed out in the chat, David Hader is confirmed. And then when I cross reference this information, there is information in the press release for this indicating that David Hader and a lot of the, as many of the voice, original voice actors that they could bring back are back for this one. Cool. That's yeah, cool. they basically like announced that. is back, but I mean, it's Konami, so yeah. I'm taking it with an arm's length uh, side of caution because I don't, I still don't trust them. Honestly, I think we'll 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 know one way or the other when the Silent Hill Two remake comes out. Right. Fair. Um, because we know that that's in the work at Bloober Team and. You know, we'll see how much Konami wants to tamper with that. If that ends up being a great remake, then I think I will be probably a little more like that'll probably increase my excitement for this as well. The other thing I wanted to point out was that they sent out a tweet uh, from the team that's working on this and they just listed themselves as development team. Yeah, yeah. I think they really wanted to emphasize the point. Hey, we might not be like core Konami. We might be, you know, they're trying to separate themselves because of how much baggage there is with that one word. Um so it's interesting and there's a lot of politics behind there, but yeah, I just can't get over the fact that, you know, it's it's such a shame Kojima's not working on the series anymore. Yeah. That hurts. 
Yeah, but he's on to better things. So honestly, Over, I think he kind of looked out. For sure. I, I think Death Stranding 2 is going to be incredible. So really, I mean, he's getting to do what he wants on his own terms. So really... Yeah. No, no, that's actually, I had a similar feeling when, yeah. you know, we got the Dead Space remake announcement as well with, you know, the team um, from Visceral Games, you know, moving on to do Callisto Protocol as well, where it almost felt like, you know, EA was reaching in and just taking this game that they worked so hard on after after canning the studio. But uh, but at the same time, I also found I was able to enjoy Dead Space remake despite knowing all that stuff. So that's fair. I, I kind of feel kind of similar with that where I feel like I can separate myself a little bit from it, but he, everyone's got their own, you know, preference. On no, this. I, I think that's a really great comparison. I am kind of with you on that where I, I was able to do the similar thing. So maybe it just will come down to the quality of the game and then mm-hmm. maybe I'll just be able to. Absolutely. To as long as they don't phone it in. That's oh, me. please do not. Please no. do not. Konami. Like, and, the, and that's, oh my God. I think that's my biggest worry, but uh, moving on to our next game, we got tower of Agazba coming to PS4 and PS5. Sometime uh, action adventure builder game. This game had a lot going on in it. You were like designing a village, but there was also giant flying monsters. Looks okay. I don't know if anybody has strong feelings about it. Mm, it, it, lo- it looks interesting. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's about all it, is. We'll see. it looks interesting. I mean, yeah. We'll see. So. Let's keep it rolling. Then we got another trailer for Final Fantasy 16. I was like, we're not even going to touch this. The game is like a month out. Next. Looks cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> looks cool. Yeah, uh, Alan Wake Two got a whole, uh, got a deep dive into it. We saw a whole yes, bunch of some gameplay coming October seventeenth, um, which you are going to be playing as both Alan Wake himself and a playable FBI agent. Um, no feelings for me. Haven't played the original. This one looks. Oh my god, you need to change that. You haven't yes. played the original? Yes. No. Oh my Mad. god, it's one of the best. Mad. It's one of the best as like a, horror games I've ever played in my life. As a personal just, friend, I have said I I implore you to play alan wake and that's not even me coming from like i've been a decade-long alan wake fan play that game you're, okay. you're even talking about playing resident evil 4 yeah alan wake takes so much of that genre and just elevates it with like the the uh, the remedy weirdness okay oh it's, it's so good you i was gonna say it. that's such a matt a, a game that i know matt would enjoy too which is why like i i agree with the takes here you need to play alan wake because that game's awesome because this trailer for alan wake 2 was it, awesome I, I can't wait for alan wake 2 i loved the idea first of all that you had to play as two different characters which i i loved how mm-hmm. they showed that off like the, the differences between the two characters themselves um it, what's interesting about this release and they talked about this in a press release afterwards there is no physical version of this game yeah it is digital yep. only oh um, that they hit that yeah. away really nicely yeah. but yeah no but it, it, it's the same cost so in a way i'm like oh i can I can understand why they would do that. But I mean, I love survival horror games. I loved Alan Wake on, you know, the, the, the Xbox 360. Um, it was, you know, it made my list on that we did on carpool for my favorite 50 Xbox 360 games. And yeah, I, I can't wait for the sequel. I think this is going to be awesome and perfect time of year for it. October when it's a spooky oh, yeah. season. Like I, I, I'm season. excited. Yep. Yeah. It's, it seems like they're going more for the, like to, to me, the first one, is a different type of survival horror than what we've seen in the last few years. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more like third person action ish. I mean, it's it's spooky. It has yep. a spooky setting, but it's not like you know, it's it's not Resident Evil Seven. You know, it's not one of those types of experiences or anything in the last couple of years. Not even any of the Resident Evil remakes or anything either. Those to me are a little bit more jumpy. I mm-hmm. guess you could call it. This one sounds like it's going to. It seems like it's definitely going a little bit more that way, or at least the quick scenes that they showed anyway. 
Um, yeah, go ahead, Steve. Go. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, it almost feels like the you could compare it like the original Alan Wake to a Resident Evil 1 where it is slow, plodding, methodical in its gameplay. And then you just jump right into Resident Evil 4 where it is more action oriented where it's fast paced yeah. you you have that that one shot with the enemy like busting through the wall i was like this doesn't seem alan wake at all but yet feels right at home in the alan wake universe yeah and you know what i i mean i i i played alan wake i really enjoyed it i don't think it's like the greatest thing ever but i think it's an awesome experience for sure i really really enjoyed it and yes you, you, it was a part of his time play it. yeah I yeah if you and I played it, it several years later. So I feel the same about it. But like, yeah, when it launched, like I remember how absorbed everyone was with it because it was just like there, there was nothing like it out there. I, I will say, if anyone has played Control and has played the DLC, mm-hmm. that is what got me excited for this to be a possibility. So I'm not going to say why, but now yeah, the fact I mean, that this reason. a good reason for it, and honestly, I I that Control is one of the best games I've played in the last few years. I think that game is a friggin masterpiece and the dlcs yep. are all worth every penny um and then also i noticed because i'm a massive at least at least the first because i haven't played the third uh, but first two massive max Payne fan and yeah, sam lane pops up in this uh, yeah. and i'm just like hell oh i was like is max Payne in this that's what i thought and is this max Payne nine or whatever like, i was like i'm all for it man a minute um but yeah anyways he's in it he's in there too so i'm all for it so uh i'm very excited about this game very excited. i'm just thankful we live in a timeline where alan wake 2 is an actual game that actually exists yeah. it's actually coming out because it looked like for the longest time it was never going to happen and i know they wanted it to so i'm I, so happy we we have it finally coming out I yeah. don't know what video game deity someone prayed to to get us here, <laughs> but I'm so happy about that. Yeah. The, the the last thing I want to say about Alan Wake 2, and I hope they're hiding it really well, but Barry's got to be in there. And for people who don't know, he mm-hmm. is infamously the worst video game character, probably, period. <laughs> just, But that stands to oh, reason yeah. that this is just another selling point. It has one of the worst video game characters and still upholds its... The, the fact that it's still such a strong game. All right, fine. I'll I will make a promise to play. I'll at least try Alan Wake before Alan Wake Two hits. I'll give it a run over the summer. Uh, I'll try and get it going on the Steam Deck because I feel like that'd be a good place to play it. Uh, yep. The next game that we got is one that's coming five days before Alan Wake Two. And Court, the floor is yours, my friend. We saw Assassin's Creed Mirage coming October twelfth to PS4 and PS5. Pop off, my dude. Ah, uh, so one of my favorite franchises of all time and they're finally going back it looks like assassin's creed 2 type style combat it looks like we're going to be getting not a extremely long like valhalla i finished everything in that game it's a long game like it's just too long odyssey was a masterpiece of an assassin's creed game uh, story, everything about that game, the DLC. They've done a phenomenal job, but I think bringing out something like this, especially with Boston, which was a great character that we met um, in Valhalla, to give him his own story, to give him the back-to-the-basics Assassin's Creed before we get Infinity and so on and so forth. There's even rumors that this will be part of Infinity so that when we load up Mirage, they'll have this whole, like, here's the other games that are coming, kind of like when you load into a Call of Duty how it's like everything is all mashed together. So I have a funny feeling this will be part of that. But at the same time, this looks like we're going to get like that 11, maybe 12 hour Assassin's Creed story. That's just going to be straight up sneaking. Hopefully no follow missions. 
Like I like no, pray to there's God. There's no way they're not going to do no follow missions. I think they it. might do one as like a joke and like well, make fun of it. It looks and, like well, they already pulled a bunch of um, animation from Valhalla. Like this is way more in line with Valhalla. We're not getting anything. Well, no, before. I'm talking about there's no there's no um, there's no uh, RPG elements. There's no level up system. They've already said that. Uh, they probably they're, toned it down. They probably haven't revealed it, but I'm, I'm sure there's going to be that. Well, no, they've there. already I mean, said that's not in it. Like the developers have already at points have said those parts aren't in the game. So they said this is going to be a um, back to the best, back to the roots. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, I am I'm very excited for this game. Uh, I can't wait to play it, and I hope it doesn't disappoint me. Uh, that's all. It, I think that's where I'm at with this it, game. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's up in the air for me. I mean, it kind of looked rough from even the... I, I, Assassin's Creed is one of my favorite franchises of all time, but let's be honest, it, the demo did look kind of rough to me. I mean, I, Ubisoft is kind of in a really, really bad position right now. I mean, given the fact that they're literally rebooting Prince of Persia again today, they announced it. This game looks rough to me. I mean, I, I really want to be proven wrong, but even the demo looked kind of... um dated i want to say given baghdad looks incredible but i mean a lot of the, the elements still have that jank to them but for whatever reason they cannot shake i think for me this is the most excited i've been about assassin's creed in a long time because similar to the court oh. i liked valhalla and i honestly didn't click with me uh never like i tried to get into origins because court really wanted me to and again it didn't click um so i'm kind of excited to see what a older feeling assassin's creed will feel like in the in 2023 but uh, I am curious they, to see more. Yeah. The fact that they're not using Unity's parkour just kind of ruins it for me. It, it's literally just Odyssey's parkour. You can tell just by the animations that they're picking and choosing from their previous games to just kind of pull this. It feels like a budget title, to be honest with you. To me, well, that's just my funny opinion. you brought it up because it actually is sixty nine ninety nine Canadian mm, for the standard yeah. version. So that's it is a budget actually, title in Canada. It's so, a budget title I mean, in Canada. So. But yeah, like, I mean, uh, geez. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm for myself. I mean, it is on level with Final Fantasy for me. The first four Assassin's Creed games were probably some of the best that I've ever played. But then, I mean, we all know three? how that went with the series. Oh, I thought three was, was incredible. Yeah, it was great. Black Flag was all was incredible. They're all go up until Syndicate. They were probably really good. But yeah, Mirage. I mean. I wanted to succeed, but it just, it feels like it's just um, a placeholder for infinity. Well, we will definitely find out more in October. The next one that we got was one that I started, uh, that I wrote night in the woods too, and then scratched out because it's not that, even though the cat looks exactly the same uh, revenant Hill coming to PS4 and PS5 at some point uh, set in the nineties, twenties. And it looks like, you know, you're going to be playing as a cat. And again, set in the past uh, run around. I really, really enjoyed night in the woods. Uh, so I'm kind of yeah. really curious to see what this game is going to be. But folks, how are we feeling? What a pain oh, switch that was. Right? <laughs> I, I could not believe the, the look on my face where I was like, oh, how are they playing this off? Why? Why? I can't remember from the, the character's name, but why, why is she running like an actual cat? Yeah. It's the exact same cat. I am so sorry, but whoever Literally designed that scratched it out. <laughs> dude, I, the bait, like as soon as I, I saw that it wasn't nine in the woods too, I was like, I, I'm sorry. I, I I need to see more before I'm going to yeah. invest uh, air into that because I love Nine in the Woods so much. That's another game people should go out and play. But yeah, I could not believe. Like I, I don't really understand yeah. the 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 logic behind creating that character and having it look exactly the same, unless they're kind of 
using that as like a mask. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. Just exactly the same. Exactly the same. But we will definitely you go ahead. Play, sorry, it says you play as a you play as a witch's familiar. And oh. basically, yeah, you play in the nineteen twenties and your name is Twig the Cat. So that's who that is. So I don't know. Maybe it's like a prequel. I don't know. That cat it lived for eternity then. <laughs> and then just be like an ancestor. Literal nine lives. Oh, maybe. Maybe an ancestor. Yeah, maybe there's some way to tie this in together. I'm curious to see. Um, oh, yeah, it looks, it looks incredible. I, I'm ready for it. Like, uh, they, It's published by Finji, and Finji's really good. So Finji's like, I great. Tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is what we got next yes, with the please. release window of Winter 2023 coming to PS4 and PS5. Uh, I think this game looks awesome. It looks just giving me Tales of Arise vibes. I can't wait to see more of it. Uh, my JRPG, my fellow JRPG nerds in here, how are we feeling? Uh, it's been a long time coming, so like uh, it's good to see that they're finally figuring out how to get this game to work because I mean it's been announced like five years ago. Yeah, and it's it it's been rebooted like twice, so like it, it feels like it, they finally, I guess. Either figured it out or had no choice to get it out right because, like we said, it's been too long. It's just certain games like this, like they always have these bad cycles where they just don't know what they want to do with it. But yeah, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I've been looking personally looking forward to this one for a very long time. Um, This was one that I was excited to to hopefully maybe come out last year, but it got delayed until you know winter of this year. So I'm just like Bobby mentioned, I'm kind of glad that that's finally coming out because we've been hearing about this game forever. And I think that the footage they showed today looked great. And definitely it's up my alley. It's definitely an, another like Ryan Turvert video game, like that type of game I'm all about. So very excited for Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. And in fact, I, lo- I like what they're doing with Grand Blue and trying a bunch of different things with it. I also really liked Grand Blue uh, Fantasy Versus, the fighting game as well. So um, I'm interested to see what they do beyond Relink um, beyond. in the coming years. Beyond. Uh, I'm going to roll right past Street Fighter Six because that game literally comes out next week. Uh, we saw some more character creation stuff on there. Looks, it looks like Street Fighter. Uh, the next yeah. game that we got looks straight out of like Rick and Morty, like with uh, in terms of like the art style, very, very weird, very psychedelic. Ultros coming to PS4 and PS5 in 2024. Uh, this one is one that I'm curious to see more of. It looks really weird. I, I don't know. It looks cool. Yep, yep. I'm down it's, for it. it looks like 2D cool action, uh, sort of like you said, psychedelic stuff. I'm here for this type of stuff. Like I love, I love at least trying these games and seeing what they're bringing, bringing to the genre Mm -hmm. and, and seeing what they can do, not just visually. I mean, visually, obviously it looks like, like literally looks insane. Um, but, uh, but I'm fine. That's good. As long as I can, I can understand and keep track of what's going on on the screen here. Cause it looked, very chaotic mm-hmm. um then then i'm good because if you're in the gameplay and just stuff happens to be going on around you, you it's different when it. you're controlling yeah it's different when you're controlling and you understand what the mechanics are and what the game is rather than just looking at the screen and just being like here's a bunch of flashy bright colors um i'm, I'm down to give something like this a try all this type of stuff i love experimenting with so yeah i, I mean it looks interesting yeah the next one we got was Tower of Fantasy coming to ps4 and ps5 summer of 2023 an open world rpg again Look, I don't know what to think about this one. Curious to see more, but it looks like every other open world. So this is actually a game that's been out for game. a couple of years on PC. And it's actually like a PC live service MMO light kind of yeah. game. Mm. Um, and I, I was not a fan of this game when it came out. It did not play great. 
not did not look great. It did not run well on PC. It was just not a a good experience when it first launched. I haven't gone back to the game since then because it's you know it's been out since 2021. So you know we did from what we saw in the trailer today. I think what we saw today looked better than what it looked like when I first played it. So I'm hoping there's been some improvements to the game, and I'm hoping it just it's a much better experience with more to do because that's another thing about it. It just you ran out of content very quickly in this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping that they've done enough to it with the console release two years later uh, to make it an appealing game. But uh, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I hope it's good, but we'll see. Dragon's Dogma Two was next coming to PS5. We didn't get a release window here at all. Um, I. Tried to get into the first one, didn't click with me, but I know a lot of people are very, very excited about Dragon Dogma 2. Folks, thoughts? Oh, yeah. I'm ready for it. I just... it, it The first one's are like another game product for its time. I mean, it it's like a... I don't know how to describe it. It's like a Dark Souls meets, like, co-op... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it really just... It's Dragon's Dogma. It's always been around to me. Like, I, I remember watching the, the trailers and the demos and I thought it looks incredible and it played really well. I mean, it had a really cool um, Squire system, whatever it was called. But yeah, I mean, if you haven't played it, I mean, it's a cool RPG game. You could probably sing it 60 hours in and still have lots to do. But yeah, definitely check it out. I mean, I, I think the sequel's still ways out, but it for what we saw, it looks pretty cool. I'm definitely excited that we're getting a sequel i mean i know many people have asked for it so it's great that capcom's listening to people so that that's my take on it i i hope it delivers in the way you want it to my friend uh next we got a bit of a psvr2 rock block with five nights of freddy's help wanted 2 coming in late 2023 we got confirmation that resident evil 4's vr mode is going to be the entire game it's in development arizona sunshine 2 coming in holiday 2023 it looks a lot bigger and a lot funnier and a lot cooler than the original crossfire sierra squad is coming out at some point this is going to have a bunch of campaign missions that you can there's definitely a bunch of co-op stuff that you can do in there as well it looks like a kind of tactical uh shooter we got confirmation that Synapse is coming July 4th to PS5 via PSVR 2. Uh, this we saw at the last state of play. Very, like, a monochromatic scale, like, very monochromatic art style with a bunch of color pops. This looks really awesome. Yeah. And then Beat Saber coming today. Anybody who owned it on PSVR, you have a free upgrade. Just go and download it. Um, but, folks, I'm gonna just going to open up the floor to PSVR 2. This, for me, um, Resident Evil 4 being the entire game as I'm playing through it right now on Steam Deck. Very, very excited much more excited than before. Arizona Sunshine 2 looks like a lot of fun. Synapse is a game that I'm picking up day one, and I'm just finally happy that Beat Saber is finally, finally here. My PSVR 2 folks, what are we thinking? Yeah, I'm ready for Beat Saber. <laughs> I, I Beat joked Saber around. I, I joked great. around. I was like, Beat Saber is saving PSVR 2, but I'm also not joking at the same time. That <laughs> that screen where it said Resident Evil 4 VR mode in development hurt me so much yeah, because funny. something like that needs to be out right now. Mm-hmm. Like a, a few months after the, the launch game uh, came out, players got to go through that. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to replay this game months down the line. Like We need reasons to pick up this headset. I, I'm disappointed that it's we still have to wait for this. And yeah, the the other games, Arizona Sunshine too. That's cool. Uh, Synapses look really neat and everything. But man, I was hoping for a much bigger pop for PSVR two. I was hoping that Sony was going to come out even stronger than you know all the other expectations we had for their first party for PlayStation Five and everything. 
double that because we needed so much confidence going into for uh, PlayStation VR 2 and I just did not get that. I got Beat Saber, which is cool. It's an RA known quantity. We know that, you know, it's a great game. It's a, it's a, it's a killer app for all VR headsets. That's not going to make me buy a PlayStation VR 2 versus MetaQuest or something like that, or even hell, a PSVR 1 if, mm. if you still play on a PlayStation 4. But yeah, like... I, I was so disappointed in this block. And to me, it just felt like we're spinning wheels now and we're what just shy of six months after launch. And I I still don't see that Sony thunder behind this hardware launch. And mm -hmm. it's, it's hurting me. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I feel the same way as you Steve. Cause like, I feel like it really needed something for people who don't have the headset to bring them in. And I don't think we got any of those announcements today. Cause like, um, these announcements are great for people who already have the headset, but mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything here that's like, okay, I need to buy the headset so I play this. And Resident no. Evil could have been that game, but we don't have that yet. Yeah, no nothing has convinced me yet that I need something. I need I need to buy another console essentially, based on the price. Um, look, more more Queen in everybody's life is always a good thing in my opinion. But that I, I can listen to that at any time. I don't need to spend almost a thousand dollars to do that. Yeah, so like this. What they could have can done you do this at the same time? What they should have done is what it's just it's not it doesn't look good, but yes, I can do it. Yeah. No, Beat Saber needed the the editor where you can just make your own music tracks. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. what needed yep. on PlayStation. Yeah, and we're definitely waiting to see what PSVR two can do, but. I don't know. Hopefully that RE4 is this year because I think it desperately needs I think Steve hit on it entirely. Uh, next, we got a bit of a bungee rock block with a confirmation that Marathon is coming. It's coming to like everything and it's a PV, it's PVP. Uh, and then we got confirmation of Destiny, the final shape uh, coming as well. I'm guessing the final Destiny expansion. But folks, Marathon mm -hmm. and Destiny, what are we thinking? Huge. Yeah. Huge. I'm, I'm, I'm all about this. Yeah. Um, I'm ready for both. I'm, I love Bungie. Yep. Bobby, go ahead. Um, Bungie needs to kind of let Destiny go, so I'm, I really hope with this like final chapter with the Light and Darkness saga, they just like put it to bed, start something fresh because it's just it's it's burdened by like a decade of development. There's just too much. Um, there's some elements you still can't even play in 2023, and like I think they just need to retire it and move to a new game or a new model or something but yeah i mean for destiny like, i i love destiny so much i i want to see if they can elevate it in 2024 and forward but that's up to them right but for marathon i i'm looking forward to it i mean i know it's a extraction pvp game but i mean bungie made halo bungie made destiny and this is like the first game they ever made like the first marathon was what put them on the map i think so i'm looking forward to seeing how they elevate their original series to the standards we have in 2023 2024 so i mean i think bungie's got a good track and the fact that playstation's now you know financially supporting them means that they have a lot of room to hit the hit the ceiling now because like, there's, there's just so much more freedom now yeah. yeah, uh I'm I'm kind of with you there, Bobby. I, I would push back and say that I think Destiny should and needs to stick around, not maybe as in its current form as like two, but maybe refresh it, just call it Destiny moving forward and just have it as like a yeah. base platform. Um 
so I think that having this final expansion come out next year, it's huge. Um, Destiny nerds, seeing Kate again is awesome. Um, it, it's so big for so many fans. So I think having that, you know, come full circle, uh, see the character come back is is awesome. But as for Marathon, I, I mean, look at the the lineage of this studio to to put out Marathon 26 years ago on Mac and now yep. be a PlayStation acquired studio and then put out this pvp extraction almost escape from tarkov cyberpunk game i'm i'm invested and wanting to try it out i don't know if it's gonna sink its hooks into me and keep me for a long time but anything bungee I, i'm 100 in and the baseline i know that they're gonna come in with quality in terms of the gameplay because mm -hmm. that's across the board whether you're looking at halo destiny even at destiny in its darkest days the the, the gameplay excelled uh even beyond most fps game so i'm just expecting that for for marathon now yeah no i think i think i'm really looking forward to see what marathon's going to become and i think you guys already hit it on the head i'm sure it's going to feel great to play um which i'm very curious about our next announcement which was from firewalk they got the confirmation that they're working on concord coming to pc and ps5 in 2024 uh pvp multiplayer first person shooter we just got a short cgi trailer definitely something about space um, but again, this is another studio that PlayStation just recently added to their PlayStation Studios family. So again, they must be feeling good about what this game is, folks. Any quick thoughts and feelings about Concord? Nothing until we see more. I mean, yeah. I I am not a fan of like these CGI sizzle trailers. They do nothing for me. I will always, you know, champion gameplay over. Mm -hmm. Yep. Graphics. We'll see what this is going to be. I'm not even going to bring up the fact that they had a Gran Turismo movie trailer because we already talked you about just that. just did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, we also got a, a really weird kind of like sh what I think Court nailed it when we talked about this earlier. Shoehorned announcement of Project Q, which is their eight inch dual sense streaming only device. And the, the earbuds, no release windows on anything there. I think they said 2023, but I can't remember for sure. Um, they said that at least they'll be talking about it more soon, but uh yeah i i don't know i for me project q if that thing is more than 300 us dollars dead on arrival like that thing has to be priced incredibly competitively for it to make any sense as a streaming only device um because that's why why, buy, why not just buy a switch at that point um is it going to work on on data is it going to work when you're out and about uh pro the earbuds have me more sold i am curious about those to see what those are going to come together like but this this just felt like a very like we're just gonna toss this in like I said I think Court nailed it it felt like they put it in because something else was supposed to be there and it wasn't um, Court I know you said you're excited about the earbuds what are you thinking about this this one two punch of confusion uh it just, like I said it it felt like it was an afterthought it felt like it was it should have just been a blog post and we've been saying it all year about how hey they shouldn't make things a blog post and they should go all out but when they're announcing a a streaming device but they're only really just showing it it's really not really talking about it why even show it to us Th unless this, you're this... gonna go in depth with it i just didn't i just i it felt flat and it felt out of place yeah it's it's the this meeting could have been an email that's what it, that's what it felt <laughs> like that's that's what this part was like as as slick as they look as cool as they may maybe they'll work the way that we want them to maybe it'll be what we want it to be but yeah this could have been a blog post yeah you're right you're right yeah, I truly think that something else was supposed to be there, and they were like, "Well, Tom Henderson's already like released." And like, this is the funny part: we got more information about this in the leak from Tom Henderson than we did in the showcase. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Like, I like there's also another headset too, right? Might as well put that out there. Like, we right. already knew what it looks like. Yep. We've seen the pictures of the earbuds. We've seen the pictures. We got to see the case this time. That was the only thing different. Ooh, I went back to see the article. It's a nice case. Let's All we be saw honest. was different. You know, that's seen nice. What the Project Q looked like everything. The, the case, the, the earbuds are great. Like, when I'm using my VR headset, I can now use those earbuds. Uh, right. like that's one of my thought. And I also like earbuds over headphones mm-hmm. i'm i'm big earphone i hate i don't want to mess the mess the hair up so i'd rather the earbuds all day kill long the quaff, man you can't yeah. kill but the quaff. <laughs> it just felt like i would really love to know like get jason schreier on it get someone on it find out what was really supposed to be in that block because that wasn't supposed to be there yeah it felt like it felt really really just oddly placed and i think you're right like i i, I was going to like marvel trailer theory when we saw that picture of like the the, the project Q and that earbuds and like there's an extra space there and are they leaving the hulk out is that where those other headphones are supposed to be is this graphic going to be added later like that i started to go into full that mode because i was like there, we know that there's more why not just talk about it at this point but uh to end on a and an incredible high note folks of course we got a lengthy 13 minute spider-man 2 trailer kicking things off seeing craven uh to start things off and before we got to see symbiote spidey very much very aggressive yuri lowenthal's delivery coming across very hoarse in the best way possible we got the swap to miles very much they're both very active in, in throughout the entire 13 minutes the swaps back and forth incredibly clean uh we got to see the wingsuit across both of them both uh Peter and Miles use it in the in the footage uh, at different points. So you will be able to kind of wingsuit around. The game looks much more agile, much cool. Like it just there's just so much going on. We got to see Lizard as they're trying to go after Lizard. I'm unbelievably hyped for this game. Uh, we just got Fall 2023. Whether the September rumors or not are true or not, we don't know as of yet. But we do know it is still coming this year, folks. Spider Man Two looks incredible. I just want it so bad. I want it so bad. What are we thinking? <laughs> I think we're all. I mean, we're all very. I mean, listen. Yes. I, I. I think we've. We've. Uh, I've said this uh, in multiple avenues before, but I very rarely go for the trophies. I very rarely go for the achievements. They're mm-hmm. fun. They're great. I'm happy to do it. But the first Spider-Man for this was the first one that I was like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna platinum this mofo. Like this. This thing is. Yeah. This thing's my bitch. I got this. It's so much fun. And yeah, there's there's some busy work in there for sure. Um, but, but I, I love the way that it controlled. And I played Miles Morales earlier this year for the first time on, on PS5. And it was fantastic. And I, I actually, I think I said at the time, I like how that was shorter, more contained. So I'm, I'm my expectation of, or my expectations that I'm going to be, I, I'm going to wish this was a little shorter <laughs> and smaller because <laughs> my, my gameplay type and my, my preferences has changed a little bit over the last few years. I like the God of War approach. At, at this point where it's like there's hubs almost and similar to what, what uh, Jedi Survivor is. It's open, but there's hubs. When it's just an entirely open large map now, it's not quite my thing as it used to be. But with the way that you traverse in this game and that you did in the other two, th- there's no way that I'm not going to have a great time doing that. Mm-hmm. And the way this just looks, like just the style of this, the lighting, the the dynamic, the way everything just sort of was so super smooth through the whole thing. Yes, it's tailored. It's a trailer. It's supposed to make everything look amazing, but I have no doubt it's going to look like that when we're actually playing it. And uh, Craven's cool. I, I like, like you mentioned, I think way back when we when we started the episode, I, I think 
seeing all the different characters on the map like that is a very interesting thing that could open up a lot of different avenues. Um, and uh, whether it's in DLC or the actual game, I don't know. Um, but but I'm very excited for this, and and I, I don't know. I, I think I think we're all in. I, I think we're all all in. <laughs> at, at at this point, I think what's going to happen is, and I've been thinking about this game because it's pretty much like the only game. I I think we deal with Venom right off the start. Like right. that is one of the very first things they do. They're meeting up with Venom um, to, to tail off from the comics. And that's how we get the symbiote suit so that they get it to us pretty early because I, I don't know. I think it's pretty obvious who the the, the main fight is going to be at some point. We're going to have Miles versus Peter. Like it's just, it's just going to happen. Mm -hmm. But um, oh, Miles would body Peter. He will. Yeah, I, right. That's it's I, not even I, like regardless of I'm not going to get into who's going to beat up who. It's a video game. Whoever's going to beat Superman's going to beat, gonna gonna beat, like, gonna beat him I, up. I looked at the kick interesting his ass. When Craven had the map and he's looking at all the different bureau, uh, boroughs of New York and each uh, borough of New York had an enemy. So yeah. like I saw Sandman on there. Um, there was a Black bunch Cat. of different. Yeah. Yeah. Taskmaster was on there. My guess is we have to control each borough. Of New York, so that's that's your clearing off the map because that's the Spider-Man. So they're gonna have less of like the the science thing, like those those they'll have control control each borough or or save each person. I don't know before Craven mm -hmm. gets them because you're gonna have to try and stop Craven. But you're gonna have the whole take down Venom at the first half, so that'll be like your first two and a half hour block of the game is the Venom story, and then Craven and all that is introduced, and then they opens up the world to everything else. But I don't think it's going to be a short game at all. I, so I, it's funny you say that, Corp, because I actually think it's going to be in reverse of that, where I think so. Peter acquires the suit first, and mm -hmm. they ha he has the standoff with Miles in the middle of the yep. game, mm -hmm. and then that's yep. how we get Venom as the final boss. Oh, yeah, so it's a classic Venom. story. Yeah. Like, okay. that's, that's the atypical Venom story, is Peter yeah. Peter gets it. That's why it always has the Spider-Man, or like the spider symbol on it when mm -hmm. it goes to okay, Venom. Okay, yeah, good point. Um. And then, yeah, yeah, they're inevitably going to introduce Eddie Brock at some point. I imagine he's going to be Jane, else like, playable third character at some point. Yeah. Uh, then you just jump into being able to play as Venom. Yeah, I, I think that there's a good chance that they're either going to twist it on its head with either Harry end up possibly being Venom, because we get a name drop, we know that things are going on with them, or the game's going to end with setting up Harry as Green Goblin for the third one. Yeah, because I thought we set up Green Goblin... We you started to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what? I shouldn't even talk about it because you know what? People might not have played the game. True. Mm. Regardless, if you, but to be fair, if you haven't played this game at this point, I mean, that's on you. It's, it's like five years old at this point. <laughs> I mean, Sean Capri hasn't played that game yet. So, okay. Well, I'm sorry, oh, Sean, but that's on you. <laughs> five years. It sounds like a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> five years. I mean, I'll give a for like a year is like my cutoff for spoilers. After that, it's free game. Honestly, play play Miles. To me, it's a better game. Yeah. Miles won't take as much time. Like it's a great game. Yeah. But you missed out on some great. Yes, in the first one. Like yes, the, the first one is half. so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either I, way, I think I think we're all unbelievably stoked stoked about Spider Man Two, uh, which obviously rounded out the showcase for us, bringing it to that hour fifteen ish mark, but. That kind of brings it to to the end for us because I think you know we 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 talked off the show saying how we all felt a bit whelmed. I think Spider Man Two was an easy highlight for all of us. So let's go let, let's go around the panel just one last time. Hit me with your final closing thoughts and where can, people can find more of you, Court. Why would you go to me? Why wouldn't you go to them first? 
going to be last because you love this question. Yeah, but then and then I have. Oh. All right. Well, you can find me at court lunch. Sorry, I uh, for for the for the listeners, they know I, I get up at five a.m. Mm-hmm. So I am just right now. I'm pretty much exhausted. I'm 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 getting to my breaking point. But right now, you can uh, you can find me at court alone on Twitter, uh, or at carpool gaming on Twitter, or you can find me usually on Wednesday nights at eight p.m. on three dads in the console. Steve. Yeah, you can find me across the internet at Esfigbari, and uh, you can also find me weekly on the Creature Cast alongside these fine gentlemen somewhere here. I don't know which direction I'm pointing, but we're we're, we're yeah, cranking Matt, out the episodes. Knows is Matt, hold on, I can tell you. I'll just go on YouTube. Steve, uh, it's, it's me, Steve, Corey, all on the bottom. Ryan, so and then Steve, you. Bobby, Dave. Yeah, you guys are on the bottom. We're on yeah. the top. Ooh. That's intentional. I don't like that. I, that, that like Bobby, you want to know who? You know what, Bobby? I'm right above you, buddy. I know you are. You're, you're my bottom bunk, mate. Only, yeah. only here. Jesus, court. You oh, know, I, sometimes I, wanna, I, I, the I, larger I talk, mattress. I talk That's people, true. So I did my bottom. You know, <laughs> doggy. Anyways, Ryan. <sighs> You, you can find me by loading up your, your Tiger Electronics handheld, going to the web browser app, going to the address bar, typing in HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.twitter.com slash Ryan Turford. You also find me over on that competing show, the Xbox Drive, where we talk about Xbox. It's not competing. Um, We're all on the same team. Yeah, Stop I know. That. You know, we're also, you can also find me rolling the dice, you know, doing all those stats alley. over on the RPG cave. In, in in the cave, of course. We don't talk about role-playing games all the time. So you can check us out on Carpool Gaming right here. Bobby, my friend? Let's start with consolecreatures.com. You can find news, reviews, uh, tech. Uh, we have an interview coming up that's going to be worthwhile. Um, and you can find me at bpashalitas on Twitter and Instagram if you want. But nothing goes on Instagram anymore. No, sorry guys. Dead platform. Yeah, it's hard, dude. I I'm, I'm having killed Instagram. I'm having I'm having a trouble with Instagram. I don't get it. I know. Steve's I'm actually a, very I'm good. good. You know what? Steve's, Steve's really good. good at Instagram. Steve's very good at Instagram. You are. You are good at Instagram. He's yeah. good at Instagram. Yeah. Actually, sorry. Let's be honest. Your significant other is good at Instagram. She teaches you everything. Exactly. You know? See, there it is. I get credit. It was not me. There's, nah, there's, there's a good. puppet master. She's good. She's good. She's actually like right behind you. She was helping your arms. Remember, she was helping us. So she's good. <laughs> Dave, my dude. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm also uh contributing to console creatures and, and obviously creature cast. Um, we're doing some pretty great episodes and stuff. It's been a blast. Also, elsewhere, my other podcast is Remember 64, where I am going through the entire N64 library. Uh, for better or for worse, I'm putting myself through that task. Uh, <laughs> it's been really just gave Ryan a huge yeah. video game boner. Because you know, we there need StarCraft 64. Oh, we need when's the StarCraft yes. 64 episode happening? I mean, if I could ever get a hold of it, that will be one of them. Um, but but you know what? I I've uh, actually this is funny. This is actually Ryan's a little bit like of a... I literally have it in living yeah. right the corner for me. Yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. I know. I know. I mean, I mean, StarCraft's a great game anyway. So um, I I literally went when the when the Spider-Man Two trailer began because I just purchased a copy of Turok. I thought that was a Turok trailer. I was very excited. If only, yeah. It, I I know it makes oh no God. sense. Like nothing, it would never would have would have happened. But I was like, oh, is this? You Turok? never know. Night dive might bring it back because they yeah, did that right, remake and people like right. it. 
Yeah. So, um, so Turok 2 is coming up uh, sometime this summer. Uh, what else do I have coming up? Mario Golf is coming up. Just did Majora's Mask. We've nice. done Blast Corpse. We've done a couple of heavy hitters like uh, Kirby and Smash. Uh, Don't and forget about a couple... Bumble. When, when you do doing Bumble. Bumble. Yeah, I did Buck Bumble already. There that was go. a hell of a game. And my God, if you want a good soundtrack, play and listen to Buck Bumble. Um, a hell of a surprise. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. Remember 64 on uh, your podcast. Dave and Ryan just became right? like besties. Did we just become best friends? Is that what yeah. happened? Yeah. There's, a reason they're sharing, <laughs> there's a reason they're sharing a bunk bed on, on the stream. So, yeah. Was, there you go. Perfect. There you go. Twas meant to be. Twas meant to be indeed. As for myself, you can follow me over on Twitter at Matt underscore SilverSoul and I'll be here, obviously here on the PlayStation Drive. And real quick, uh, folks, Bobby, Steve, Dave, thank you so much for coming on and doing this incredible epic crossover. Uh, it was awesome talking all things PlayStation Showcase with you folks. All of the console creature stuff will be in the description below, uh, along with the article that we literally read from doing this show. Uh, Bobby has a great one running down all the announcements, all the trailers, and embedded and everything, so go check them out. Folks, it's always awesome rocking with you, and I cannot wait to do this again with you in the future. So thank you for coming. It's been awesome. No, th thank, you thank you for having us. Love you guys. And uh, likewise for for the uh, you know creature cast feed, we'll have all your information there. And let's do this again sometime because honestly, it, it's really cool to just hang oh, out with you guys. Summer Games Fest is coming up, so I mean, like really, it's only a couple weeks away. And then there might be this little showcase coming up after that. Oh, Starfield? Oh, an Xbox, yes. Wait, well, I was going to say, we may have this other thing called X the Xbox Showcase. I'm that very excited for the Xbox Showcase. Me too. Very excited. Me too. Yeah. I, I want to see Indiana Jones. You know what, guys? Like, I'm, I'm just going to call it right dying. now. Uh, phone Party's going to have a higher Metacritic score than Starfield. We'll see you next week, everybody! Thank you so much for watching. Let us know what you thought about the PlayStation Showcase. Peace! What? Surprise Seth cameo. That's right, folks. I'm here on a top secret mission to thank the amazing friends and supporters for supporting Carpool Gaming and the PlayStation Drive on patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. Thank you so much to every single person who supports us over there, but we especially want to thank our ultimate producers like Robbie Bobby Miller at twitch.tv slash Robbie Bobby Miller, Tony Baker from Quest 4 Pixels, that's youtube.com slash Quest 4 Four pixels. Jonathan Brown, the new album Video Game Boy, now live on Spotify and Apple Music. And of course, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. Please show your love and support to our ultimate producers. Links are in the show notes. But we cannot forget about our platinum producers like Marcus McCracken and RJ Kern, as well as our gold members Adam K, Anna, Bob Blah Blah, Bowza, Cecily Karotza, Dano, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly. Foolish Fuji, Hopple, John32, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Shy Guy, Tim Ulf, and Tim Paulin. Thank you all so, so much for your continued love and support. Head over to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and see which tier works for you. Okay, I need to hide and let my alert level go down. That's been Seth signing off. Love you all. Bye.